Welcome to another inspiring message by Pastor Roy Evans with North Star Church. Addressed and saluted with an oath, the Lord has sworn and will not regret it or change it. His mind has been made up. Jesus, you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Hallelujah. God says, I will never change my mind. Do you understand what's happening? God says, you know what? I'm tired of my people not being able to come into my presence. So I'm going to do something that's better. Hallelujah. And I'm never going to change my mind. And I'm going to give you a priest. And it's not through your, your line or your, your lineage of being of the tribe of Levi. This is going to be, oh, I love this. Oh, praise God. God says, this is my chosen priest. Hallelujah. And he chose him for one purpose. So that we may become close to God. In keeping with this oath, Jesus has become the guarantee, hallelujah, of a better, stronger agreement. And it is a better covenant for us. Hallelujah. Again, the former line of priests was made up of many because, listen to this, because they were each prevented by death from continuing. You know what? Remember? Remember when we read back in verse 5, every high priest taken from among men is ordained, ordained for men and things pertaining to God. Okay, these men who became Levitical priests out of the tribe of Levi, they could only serve so long because they died. But God says, hey, I'm giving you a priest. He will never die. Hallelujah. His priesthood lasts forever. And the purpose of his priesthood is for you to be able to come close to me. Hallelujah. Boy, this is good. For it is written, for it is the witness of him, you are a priest forever after the order with the rank of Melchizedek. Verse 17. Now watch this. Verse 20. And it was not without the taking of an oath that Christ was made priest. For those who formerly became priests received their office, we read that, by the taking of oath, but, but this one, he took it. Verse 22. In the keeping with the oath, the greater strength and force, Jesus has become the guarantee. Verse 24. But he holds his priesthood unchangeable. Because he lives forever. Hallelujah. Jesus 
holds that priesthood and it will never, ever change again because Jesus lives forever. He has no day-by-day necessity as do each of these other high priests, verse 27, to offer sacrifices, first of all, for his own personal sins and then for those of the people because he met all the sins and then for those of the people because he met all the requirements. Jesus met all the requirements once for all when he brought himself as a sacrifice which he offered up. Other words, these other Levitical priests, these men, first of all, before they could make a sacrifice for your sins, they had to make a sacrifice for their sins. And if they didn't, if they walked into the Holy of Holies and they were not properly prepared, if there was any hidden sin in their lives, guess what happened? The moment they walked in the veil, they dropped dead. Boom. So how would you want someone interceding for you on your behalf to God depending totally on their righteousness? Now I'm going to tell you, you're good people. And I love you. But I don't want my eternal soul based on your righteousness. Did you hear me? Let's be real. And that's what was happening here. Those people, their closeness to God was based solely on the righteousness, the right standing of that priest who went in and who went into the Holy of Holies one time a year on their behalf. But the Bible says, listen to this. Hallelujah. You don't have to worry about your high priest because he's made the ultimate sacrifice. Hallelujah. And God has declared he will forever be the high priest of all high priests. Now, with that thought in mind, get a load of this. Remember when the word says that he had already ascended into heaven? You know this when I, before I even asked it. Where is Jesus sitting right now, this very moment? Right hand of the Father. Some of you have heard me ask this before. Why isn't he sitting on the left hand? Why does the Bible say he sits on the right hand of the Father? Why didn't the Bible say he's sitting on the left hand of the Father? Because you know what? The right hand on the right of the Father, if you do a study... You know what that means? That on the right hand of the Father is the place where all authority, both in heaven and earth, has been given. Guess who's sitting there? Jesus. And guess what he's sitting there for? As my high priest, as your high priest. And guess what he's doing sitting there on the right hand of the Father. He is forever making intercession for you and I. What does that mean? No longer does a high priest 
have to go in one time a year. But that means because Jesus is sitting on the right hand of the Father with all authority of heaven and earth being the high priest forever, that is why that you and I can come boldly to the throne of God anytime, any place, whenever we need help to receive our help in our time of need. Hallelujah. So you know what? Tonight, you know why the devil hates to hear you pray like this? In the name of Jesus, the name that is above all names, Father, I ask you to intercede on my behalf in this situation because just what, guess what you just did? You just confirmed with your mouth and you believed in your heart that Jesus has become your high priest. Hallelujah. And in that name of Jesus, you don't have to have someone else come on your behalf into the Holy of Holies. When you say, in the name of Jesus, Father, I come before you, God says, hold it, time out, come on in. Now, what do you need? And the devil, which is the accuser of the brethren, will say, they don't deserve that. And Jesus stands up and says, hold it, Father. Yes, they do. Because I became the ultimate sacrifice. And you know what? My blood hasn't covered their sins. My blood has forever washed their sins away. And guess what, Father? Your word says that when those people that my blood has washed their sins away and they confess with their mouth and believe with their heart and repent, turn away from their wickedness, then they become, listen God, the sons and daughters of God. And so when the devil goes, bah, God says, run to me. Hallelujah. Because I will be your refuge. I will be your strength because Jesus is your high priest and because of Jesus, you can come boldly into my presence anytime, any place, every time you need me. Praise God. Did you know that means that in the midnight hour when you wake up at night, you can come boldly into the presence of God? Hallelujah. Did you know that when you're driving to work in your automobile, you can come boldly into the presence of God? Did you know at your house, ladies, and you're cooking dinner, you can come boldly into the presence of God? Did you know when you're at work and all kind of activity is going on around you that you can, in the spirit, leave that and walk into the presence of the living God? Hallelujah. So tonight, this is what I want you to grab hold of. There is no place and there is no time that you cannot come into the Holy of Holies any longer because of Jesus, our high priest. And he wasn't chosen through the authority of man, through the lineage of the Levitical tribe. He was the chosen one of, of God the Father, and guess what? He was chosen on our behalf.
behalf. And I close with this. What if we could have such a desire to be in God's presence as God has a desire for us to come into his presence? I asked my wife this the other day. And I'll just use this as an illustration in rural Oklahoma. I hear people talking about, <clears throat> and there's nothing wrong with it. I'm wanting some property. I, I, I'm wanting to own a piece of land. I said to my wife, what would happen if people wanted God as much as they want a piece of dirt? Think about that just a moment. See, this is where the enemy tries to come in and confuse us. And that's why I want this body of believers to understand stand. Because, see, a lot of people think that God doesn't want to bless you. God does want to bless you. But God has an order of blessings. Can I tell you what that order is? If you will seek God first, and you'll be really concerned about your right standing with God, then all these other God will bring them to you. Now guess what else the word says? That the blessing of the Lord will make one rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. I've seen people that has a desire to own a home, to own a piece of property, to have a business, and they go after it with all they have. And they never stop once and pray and say, God, is this the home you want for me? Is this the piece of property? God, is this the business you want for me? And I've heard this. But pastor, look. This will make me rich. This will make me look important. But if you do it that way, is it going to add sorrow to you? But see, if you do it God's way, knowing that God, you can come into God's presence and say, God, I really do have a desire to have a bigger home, a better home. God, I have a desire to have that piece of property, our piece of property. God, I have a desire to own my own business. 
but God, I'm going to put you first. And every day I'm going to pray this prayer because I want to be right with you. Every day I'm going to say, God, create me a clean heart. And God, restore in me a right spirit. I saw something today. I, I, I don't forgot. I, I don't even remember who sent it to me. It was it was Bobby Green. Sent me a picture of a homeless man, and he had his a grocery buggy. And it's snowing. And the ho homeless man is all bundled up, but he's kneeling in the street with his hands like this. And the article says, I stopped and I asked the homeless man, why are you on your knees praying to a God? You're homeless. And the homeless man says, I have riches beyond this world because Jesus has saved my soul. You have a high priest and he will forever be sitting on the right hand of the Father forever making intercession for you and I so that you and I can always you don't need pastor to pray for you. You don't need anybody else to pray for you. But you, in the name of Jesus, you, hallelujah, can come into God's presence. Father, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for this evening. God, I pray that this word takes roots in the heart and the lives of your people. God, we give you all the praise and glory. And Jesus, thank you tonight that you have become my high priest. And I worship you and I praise you. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you for joining us. For more information about North Star Church, please visit us at northstarprior.com. If you would like to give tithes or offerings toward any of our special projects, simply text North Star Prior, all one word, to 77977. Thank you so much for listening.